Conversion Therapy. This is Karen. This is Bonnie. And do we have a show for you. <laughs> Firstly, could you please rate, subscribe, review? I know we say that each time, but I know we have a lot of listeners who haven't done it yet. And as we grow, that's something that people look at. And it would be important to us because we're giving you top-class journalism here. Um, <laughs> Please don't. Please don't say that. <laughs> scholarly information. Um, you have it all wrapped into a beautiful bundle, actually. But we'd love if you could do those things and send in your stories to us at deconversiontherapypodcast.com. There's a little place. Find us on Instagram, Deconversion Therapy, Twitter. And you guys who are on the awesome Facebook group, A, thanks for joining. B, send some of the stories you're referencing in there to us to read for a letter sewed. Yeah. People talk about great experiences growing up religious. It's, it's you know, I don't think a lot of people understand even mainstream Christianity all the strange stuff that happens until you say it and, like, someone's eyes glass over and <laughs> they don't get it at all. So any stories, we'd love it. Um, the f- you did what every Sunday? <laughs> right. Right now, I think my fear would be you held hands at the end of the service because I'm so <laughs> paranoid I'm never going to hold hands with anyone. Um, Here's what I have just been reminded of, and maybe I've said it in a previous episode, but I think about this at least two times a year. We went to lunch after church with our group of of young adults who were in Sunday school together. So this was after I was gone. This this was after you were gone, and... We we I go with my boyfriend and we go to to church and we've got like ten people at a table and I'm finished with whatever I had ordered and the guy next to me said Are you done with that? And I said Yeah, go ahead. And I look over maybe two seconds later and the whole plate was d- demolished. <laughs> it was empty. <laughs> And I remembered, oh, my God, I had chewed up some gristly <gasps> meat and spit it out. No. So, <laughs> oh, my God. So what, he didn't even disgusting. segregate out the gristle that had been chewed up uh, and spit out. So sometimes on Sundays I miss that. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I remember <laughs> one of my first church boyfriends <laughs> who... I guess hadn't been out of his house a lot because my family did not cook, so we'd go out to eat. But he came from this weird concept I didn't understand where they ate at home. And so we were somewhere on like a mission trip to, you know, some state that didn't need little uh, us. Didn't ask for us. Didn't ask, didn't want it, didn't care. And we were eating somewhere, and I'm like, oh, shrimp is my favorite, you know. And so he got shrimp, too, and I start hearing, (laughs) and I'm looking. He was eating the tails of the shrimp and just crunching them up. I'm like, oh, oh, uh, 
you know, I was oh. like, do I say something or do I just break up? So that was <laughs> the end of that one. Um, but this episode, we're doing something that we haven't done in a little bit, and that's head overseas. We are yeah. going to leave this dumpster fire of America <laughs> and fly over to Brazil. And that's how we natives say it. Um, so we're going to go to Brazil. And this one focuses on a woman because supposedly women can be shit piles too. They just. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So. Bonnie has done all the research. Igualidad. And we're breaking out. Equality? Sure. Even though they don't speak Spanish. (laughs) Well, it's a little mix, mix, mix match. See, I can't say that. It's a Portuguese, and I think a lot of Spanish people can probably understand a bit of it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because my daughter took Portuguese. Really? yeah, she couldn't get into something. She's mm-hmm. like, I'll pick Portuguese, and she loved it. So wow, I was about yeah. to be like, could you watch a video and then tell me what it is? <laughs> and she's like, huh. So, yeah, that's the same as languages we took. So I get it. I am frequently around people who speak Spanish to one another, and I'm picking up, you know, every fifth word. Like, oh, no, tambien. I'm like, oh, crap, tambien. What does it mean? And that's just years of Spanish class. Right. I'm so ashamed. I wish I had immersed myself well, and gone let's somewhere tell to actually get better. About our Spanish teacher in high school then. Oh, I was talking about college, but okay. Oh, I did it there too. So high school, <laughs> we had a teacher who um, really all she did was have us make menus in Spanish and then cook the food and bring it in for her basically oh. to eat. Did you take <laughs> Spanish? Yeah, yeah. I oh, do okay. remember that. But I guess that's a little bit more interesting than uh, And then um, she also went to our church, sang in our choir. And oh, that's right. Every that's once right. in a while during the sermon, she would be asleep. <laughs> so, yeah, she was she was interesting. And then in college, it was just me and two friends, one of them being uh, one of our listeners, Bruce, where we would laugh at the word tampoco because it sounded like tampon. And that's it. It's the end of that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> there you go. And I'm half Hispanic. So it's really uh, terrible. And when my dad helped me, quote, in Spanish, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the Spanish teacher was not impressed because (laughs) he could tell that it was, like, not whatever kind of Spanish they were (laughs) doing. So That in Spanish, just one more, but my Spanish class, I remember one time a kid— Finished his test, turned it in, and then says to her, the teacher, wow, that wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. I didn't need the cheat sheet I made. (laughs) (laughs) Well, isn't that What a brainiac. (laughs) Wow. I think she gave him a zero. Good. 
Yeah, good. As a teacher. It'll show him. And now today, that oh, is Jeff Bezos. <laughs> so today, we're going to talk about a woman. Are you ready? See. Okay. So I want to say her name one way, but it's the other way. So it's Flordelis dos Santos de Souza. And I think, and, isn't Flordelis, is it like a fake name? That she gave herself? <laughs> I don't know where you would have read that because I thought I read everything possibly in English. But um, she does go just by the one name now. I come up Florida with things least. in my mind. Okay. Right. Well, then she um, was lucky. Oh, and it could have been from a YouTube comment because we... Um, oh, tell them about the great YouTube video that we used to start off with. Sure. Um, so this is my research all at once. Uh, just want to thank a YouTuber out of Brazil named BBTX. I don't know how to say it or if it is to be said, but you can follow her. It's B-I-B-I-T-E-I-X. And she uh, is one of the few that did this story in English so we could understand it. Yeah, and somebody was complimenting her on her English, and I'm supposing that English is her second language, but if it is, my goodness, she has great pronunciation and inflection. She's great. I didn't even hear a Brazilian accent. I know, and somebody complimented her on her English. Maybe she just <laughs> is American and was like, thanks, right. thinking, not going to bring it up. Just take the compliment. What did you get mesmerized the most in the visual of that video her eyelashes her nails oh they're very long they're great and they're just like this perfect petal color yeah it's worth it for that all right <laughs> she's very pretty yeah. but she had a chopstick in her hair was it a chopstick or was it i a don't pencil? know mm, gotta get back yeah. and comment all right <laughs> um okay so if you haven't heard of Fleur de Lis, you might soon because something big happened, which is why we're talking about her. But there's a lot of information to unpack, so we're going to take it chronologically. How does that sound? Sounds perfect. <laughs> okay. We're going to start in 1961 when she was born. So right now that makes her 59 and a half. And I say that because approaching 60 is kind of going to be important. When you hear about all the other things. Ew. Okay, so she grew up poor and uh, in Rio de Janeiro. And she still lives there. So the investigation that's happening right now is revealing a lot. Um, so 1961, she's born. In 1991, she grew to fame. All of this happened in the 90s. So I couldn't ascertain, I couldn't figure out whatever, where she had them or who she had them with, but she had three biological children. She had them um, in her womb. She had me. them in her womb. She had mm -hmm. them in her house. So three biological kids. And um, I don't know who the father or fathers were or are. Um, so then when she was... 30, she adopted five more teenagers. Okay. Yeah. Adopting teenagers yeah. is like 
I would like to disappoint five people. <laughs> I, it's, I mean, that is... They come pre-disappointed. I know. That's, a, you know, really, like, seems very selfless, and I cannot imagine doing that. Like, I, I have imagined wanting to, but then I think again, I'm like, yikes. And right. and <laughs> I know. And, and we don't know what it's like living there and how much space you have and how easy it might be just to add another human to your house and where, you know, where the supplies come from as far as food. And uh, I don't know. So she was, do you know if she was like still married to one of, no. or with one of the, I, f- she yeah, was Yeah, I couldn't get that. Okay. It, I think it was just her though. I do not think she was married at the time. And these were like um, poor kids, right? I think so. If you're yeah. going to get adopted, probably. Yeah. How can you be rich if you um, don't? <laughs> All right. Or at least, uh, okay, so five more teenagers come in. So that, and I'm trying to do the math here as we go along. So that makes eight kids in her household. Um, One of the kids that she adopted was 14 at the time. His name was Anderson DeCarmo. So keep that name in your in your brain for later. Okay. Like Anderson DeCooper, Anderson DeCarmo. One of the five teenagers. So here's here's something fun. Anderson and one of her biological daughters, Simone, started dating at some point. Well, so they're right there. They're right there. Yeah. Hey. You can't look outside your immediate selection. Tonight, would you like to accompany me to the living room? <laughs> May I accompany you to movie night? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay. So that happened at some point in there. So a few years later, in 1994, she adopted... Uh, 37 more children uh, (laughs) when they survived a massacre at the central station in Brazil. I know. So apparently they were out on the streets and they were getting killed just because they lived on the streets. So she took them in, which makes me think, okay, she had some space in her her home. Or came Um, from money because you're feeding all them. She didn't didn't come from money. About that Um, massacre. I don't either, and I didn't. I couldn't click on the link because it would have taken me to another subscription place, and I didn't want to pay a Brazil-based uh, organization. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and um, America first. Well, um. <laughs> no, I just don't know how their whole system works with paying on a on a paywall for a. For right, a, you're um, just going to get something in Portuguese, and you'll be yeah. Like, I'm just going to forget to cancel and not be able to navigate my way out of it. Okay, so your um, subscription to Tambien <laughs> exclamation marks uh, has been so renewed. okay. So she said she adopted these 37 children. Wow. So at that point, that drew some attention. It was all about her image. At that point, she started developing an image of altruism and decency. Uh, her story inspired people, including a filmmaker who made a movie about her. And he didn't just 
make this movie where it was a documentary. He was able to round up this A-list of Brazil's entertainment industry. And I, did you see any of it on YouTube? I didn't. I saw a bit of a talk show she was on. So yeah. That made and me, that's later. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. Well, uh, that made but, me wonder if any of the A-list of Brazilians' entertainment industry or Latin America in general, where my father was born, so don't write me emails, um, <laughs> would include any kind of stuffed animal puppet that <laughs> comes on and talks. You're kidding, right? No. You watched the one with the stuffed animal. Yeah. 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 Unbelievable. No, well, that's we'll get... very Latin America. Yeah. Yeah. As a talk show. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that one, that one's later in the chronology. But so for right now, this movie that was made, the director is legitimate and it's a very slickly shot movie. And a lot of the people in Brazil are beautiful mm-hmm. and people who are actors are beautiful. So you've got this great combination of beautifully shot. All of the actors participated for no money because they wanted to bring attention to her cause. Because mm-hmm. she's, you know, taken in these 37 kids. Mm-hmm. In addition to the five. In addition to the three she had. <laughs> so, so... The, all the proceeds from the movie went to uh, keep the kids uh, afloat. Okay. So so then, let's see, what's that? What did I say, 1994? Mm-hmm. So then 1998, she gets married. Oh, so, so she gets married. The whole time. All right. Maybe sounds like it. She so <laughs> bring in the person. So uh, so the person she marries is Anderson de Carmo. Um, yes. Uh, what? Uh. Yes. <laughs> the same kid who dated her daughter? Yes. But he is her adopted kid? Yes. He's one of the first five. He's soon yeeing it? Yes. Wow. <laughs> He's, uh, but but also separated is that first five because those are the ones that are kind of like more of the the varsity squad of her children, <laughs> right? Yep, the so, original non originals the, the original adoptees. <laughs> yep. So, oh my god! Yeah. So when they get married, he is now twenty one. Simone's she, pissed. She, I well, and she is now thirty seven. So mama slash wife wow. is now thirty seven, and he's twenty one. So Yikes. that's a sixteen year old or sixteen year difference. But okay, so don't you think it's most likely okay because if they're godly people, he was probably not even touching Simone, right? I guess during I mean- movie night. I don't know what's happening now. Yeah, I bet. So, yeah. so Anderson becomes the head of the household well. and moves on to becoming an evangelical pastor in Rio. Oh, my God. Sure. Sure. So yeah. um, they – I don't know at what point they start their ministry, but it, but it happened at some point. But we're going to move on to – Okay, so the movie happened in 2009 after they were married. So once the movie came out, there was huge 
opportunity for them to go on the TV show circuit. And that's where we get to that total stereotype of the TV talk show that they were on that I sent you. Right. So it's, it's this woman who is very, very tightly done. Mm-hmm. Her Everything about her is taut. She's got a tight, you know, chest <laughs> and her face <laughs> is just so. And her hair is very coiffed and very, very dyed. And her makeup is done just so. And she is the hostess of a talk show. And her co-host is a puppet, like Karen yes. said. And it looks like it's a bird. It's a parrot, I think. (laughs) Yes, having puppet co-hosts. With uh, a funny voice. Yes, very popular. Um, That's that's the big thing. So so she has the interaction with the puppet. So so that's the stereotypical talk show there in Brazil. And her guest is Flordelise and her husband, Anderson. So they come out. It's Flordelise and Anderson, and they it's in Portuguese, but they're clearly talking about how they've got all of these children <laughs> that they're taking care of. So sure enough, the hostess goes to the doorway, looks out, and the camera catches it from the rear angle. All of the kids are lined up, ready to enter the studio. And she starts looking over the kids and counting them. And then the camera goes back to inside the studio, and they start coming in one by one. One by one, they're just trailing in, and they all surround Flordelise and Anderson. How and many? I can't in, remember how many in total. Well, at one point it was fifty Shit. kids. Holy. So there was thirty-seven and eight. What is that? But then you have to subtract him because now he's not <laughs> yeah, a kid does anymore. He count? I don't wow. know. The math got to be too much for me. And all the accounts were different. At one point, somebody said 55 right. kids. That's insane. Uh, yeah. So she go, they clearly take advantage of the popularity that this movie has afforded them. And so what did she decide to do next? Well, it's what everybody decides. Everybody apparently thinks that they have a certain degree of talent for singing. So she decided to sign with MK Music and become a gospel singer. She had released some things before this, but now she approached them and she got a deal. So she's really like seen as a Christian. Is this what's I'm seeing? Okay. So he's an evangelist. She's going to be a gospel singer. And for people to know, she's let me describe her for people. She's she's well put together. Let's say that. She's got um, long brown having- hair, bangs, and now, yep. and frosty eyeshadow and lip gloss. And you know, she's got that presentation where when she's singing. It's going to be one hand on the mic, the other one up in the air doing all sorts of movements, I'm assuming. Right. And um, and she's, I mean, for three biological children, she's keeping it together. Her clothes are as tight as her body allows. Right. Um, and, and that's, she just, she's got a really good, young, vibrant look about her. Yeah. Um. I mean, that would be illegal here to have upwards of 50 adoptees. I mean, yes, there's... Yeah, Mia Farrow was 
you know, on the edge of that. Angelina Jolie is on the edge of that crazy. I mean, and theirs are manageable. They're like right. seven or eight or whatever. I mean, this is like a, it's a, a, lot. a house hazard, a fire hazard. You can't get <laughs> and, past one to get out. And there is video on that as well. They go to the house and it's nothing to write home about. It's just a lot of different maze-like areas where there are beds and the kids are making the beds and the kids are of all different ages. And then she goes into one room where it's just piles and piles of laundry and a washing machine. And then she shows the washing machine soap. And I'm thinking, is she trying to get a sponsorship? And she's, (laughs) uh, from what I can tell, she's acting like she does this laundry, but I do not believe she does this laundry. Yeah, because these kids are older. There's not like a bunch of babies, is there? No, they've got opposable thumbs. They can do laundry. <laughs> well, they're... I didn't say they're dogs. <laughs> uh, that's just incredible. I can't. But I mean, they've developed their motor skills. They can do laundry, <laughs> right. and more, more, more to come on that. Ah. Um, so, so they they bring the kids out on the talk shows. They build their image up, and that's when I I don't know exactly when it falls into place. What comes first? But at some point, they founded a church. Mm, a yeah. ministry. Sure. So uh, let's see. From Top News Today online, Jennifer Turner's piece is what I'm going to read next. It says, the couple was also well known in Rio because they founded an evangelical church, <laughs> the Flor de Lis Ministry. Ah. The success of the evangelicals who promise salvation together with a new life far from vice and poverty in exchange for tithe is spectacular in Brazil. The faithful willingly give at least 10% of their income each month. And little by little, the churches are becoming powerful emporiums. So she says the Flordelis ministry had three branches not far from the sea what we call the ocean, (laughs) in which her husband took over management and her children preached. Oh, my God. Right. So it was a family with a mission. But the temples have been closed, and we'll get to why they've been closed soon. Um, So next up, 2018. She had run before, but she put herself in the in the running again, and she was elected to the Chamber of Deputies in Rio. What? So, yeah. Like so now she's that walk around nope, with guns? No, but okay. some kind of a parliamentarian position. Wow. Uh, so she received the most votes ever for a woman, around 200,000 votes. So now she's a successful politician in Rio. And oh, she, I looked it up. This is their Congress. So she's a Congresswoman. Oh, okay. Wow. There you go. Okay. Okay. Um, so she received the most votes during her campaign. And as Bibi explained in her video, the party that she ran with was also aligned with a religious party. Mm-hmm. So you don't get a lot of separation of religion and church there. Wait, neither do we. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's 2018. So, so they are becoming a big power couple. I would think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or by this time, they are a big power couple. Wow. So 2019 comes along. Anderson apparently wants a divorce. Uh-oh. 
So um, there's also a great Tumblr that one of our awesome listeners posted on our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. We won't say your last name, but Addie, and I'm hoping it's Addie, because if it's Addie, Karen and I have been toying around with how you pronounce your name. So let us know. (laughs) And don't Um, say it's a D. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for bringing this to our attention because this is completely interesting. And uh, ask to join our Facebook group if you want to see this Tumblr account. Or you could look on Tumblr. But ask to join the Facebook group because it's great and supportive. Um, So this Tumblr... (laughs) This Tumblr account brought up three things. Okay, Anderson wants a divorce. Fleur de Lis was not on board. And the commentary on the Tumblr account was, why would she object to the divorce? Option one, for financial reasons. Apparently, if they got divorced, splitting the finances would mean he gets half and she and the 57 other kids get the oh, rest. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because... They probably wouldn't split the kids. I mean, he would only <laughs> still be young-ish. Yeah, and, and she adopted them. Oh, my. Uh, so, oh my. so option number two, the probable actual reason that she had just won an election and that they were a super godly power couple. Right, right. That's the um, usual, yep. That's the usual. And number three, uh, let's see, the reason she gave the police when the shit hit the fan. Oh. <laughs> and um, that was because she, as as a woman of God, could not get a divorce. Okay. Right. It was against God's word, so. Right. Yeah, murder's not, um, but I get it. So when you can't really have a good option for dealing with somebody who wants to divorce you. Uh, Here comes July 2019, and Anderson, as he goes into his house one night, was shot 30 times. Oh, my God. 30 times. Yep. One would do. It it sort of looked like it was a botched robbery, but 30 times to get shot um, somewhere in the head. Right. They said mostly the shots were to the groin. Uh-oh. And this all took place in their garage. That so generally, I think something. when someone gets shot in the groin, there's something personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's just a knee-jerk reaction I have. <laughs> right. I'm going to come rob you and <laughs> get some dick shots here. So Right. So this is right at a year ago. And... um Let's see. Her biological son, Flavio, who is 38 years old, um, (laughs) the biological kid, uh, I think he confessed to firing the shots. And then he implicated one of the adopted sons, Lucas, because Lucas purchased the gun. Sheesh. It's a mutiny. So let's see. Some other piece of... uh, reporting that I read said that the targeting of politicians and those close to them is nothing new in the state of Rio de Janeiro, which has seen an uptick in the number of office holders and associates that have been gunned down over the last several years. Um, It mentioned a councilwoman who was shot and killed with her driver last year, but it says the murder of someone so closely related to such a high ranking politician like her 
um, is somewhat uncommon in Brazil, especially with the apparently planned and targeted nature of the killing. Mm -hmm. This may explain why police are pursuing the possibility that the motivation for the murder comes from within the family. Hmm. They're in the house. (laughs) So so, uh, one of the statements by an aide... After the murder said, uh, the for, the Florida-Lise family painfully must communicate the sudden passing of Pastor Anderson de Carmo, a servant of Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, get that in there. Yep. That's right. <laughs> the deputy Florida-Lise is presently too distraught to comment on the situation publicly. At uh, this time, we hold the hand of God and beg for his comfort. Pastor Anderson was fulfilling a marvelous ministry, redeeming the souls in the fight against hate due to an absence of God. Yeah. Today is a tough Sunday in our lives. We ask for the prayers of everyone. So this so, is a telenovela. Like this, yeah. you couldn't even write with like, I don't even know how she went about adopting those kids and then the kids shoot I, their sibling <laughs> who is also their stepfather insane yeah right but it seems like it was more of an organization that just was there for the sake of being organized like hey we're all going to be under the same roof and you can come along and join us on our journey and maybe you can get a pastor gig and one of our offshoot one of churches. Our... <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So since then, uh, the three branches that aren't far from the ocean, uh, where the <laughs> husband managed everything and some of the children preached, all of those locations have been closed. And it said most of the faithful left when that happens, explained a local merchant who, like everyone around here, refers to the murder with euphemisms. He adds that another church has rented the premises. Nobody answers the bell here or in another of the subsidiaries. That, on the other hand, does keep the Florida Lease Ministry poster with the couple's photo. Um, <laughs> right. Let's see. It said, to these temples, many people from the world came. The marginalized, those hooked on drugs, criminals, or honest neighbors from the poorest favelas who found comfort and inspiration in Florida Lease and his atypical family shot to death one night in June. June and July came up, so I'm not sure when last year it exactly happened. But it um, seemed very tragic, especially, you know, uh, in an area that she represented, you know. Yeah. That would be... Mm. So here's why we're talking about it, because the investigation is finally happening. So she said she couldn't get a divorce because it would because it would be outrageous in the name of God. So here's more. The first eight kids had their phones investigated. The first five, like the varsity. Okay, yeah. Wait, the three and the five, that doesn't make sense because he was one of the five. Uh, Who knows? So (laughs) They threw in an extra. (laughs) (laughs) Crap. Um, Yeah, the numbers are all over the place in the information that I was reading. So all of their phones were investigated because they were suspected – that they tried to poison him for many months. Um, And they do have records of him going to the hospital repeatedly with horrible cases of diarrhea. Oh, Um, (laughs) no. 
Uh, let's see. Apparently, mom, Flor Delise, at one point, they confiscated her text messages, and she was quoted as saying they needed to get rid of this man. All right. Um, yep. And so, regarding the poisoning, she aligned with Simone. Okay. His ex-girlfriend. So, this is just ex-girlfriends talking shit on the guy <laughs> they don't like. Yeah, so they'll gang up on him, I guess, and poison him. All right. Yeah. Uh, so they somehow poisoned some of the other kids, too. On purpose? I guess they had to stick it in some food, and there were a lot of kids. And they just, like, whoever gets <laughs> like, it. Like, ah, crap. I know. Yeah. Um, wow. And, and at one point, I read something about her computer history indicating that there was a search for cyanide poisoning. Uh-huh. And she said, oh, no, that was just a coincidence because a friend's dog had a tumor, and we were trying to figure out why he had a tumor. Right. Okay. Um, Perfect. So they put arsenic in his food several times. It didn't work. And so I always say, follow the money. And so, can I back up on that cyanide yes. search? <laughs> This woman is, quote, mothering or at least living in a house with 55 other people, all the drama, (laughs) all the shouting. (laughs) I mean, these are Latin American people. There's a lot of shouting. And then she also is a minister and a singer and a congresswoman, yet she has time to help right. her neighbor with their dog. That's where I would be like. Oh, no. It that's... was the daughter. The daughter was helping <sighs> with the search. Sorry. I still stand by it. <laughs> Sheesh, um, man. So in in my my jaded follow the money uh, way of looking at life, it says in one of these articles that one of the investigation's theories is that the couple were engaged in a battle over the tr- control of the church's finances. Mm-hmm. Evangelical churches have considerable financial and political power in Brazil. And like we said, with members often donating a tenth of their income to the institution. Yeah. So he says, Alan Duarte, the police chief in charge of the investigation, says, our investigation shows that this image of altruism and decency was just a front to obtain a political and economic position. Mm-hmm. So... We go back to the kids and the environment that they were in. There is, okay, first of all, the inequality, like I had mentioned. They called the first set of biological and five adoptees the main children. uh, And I call them the varsity squad (laughs) because they were allowed to live in a part of the house that the other kids didn't have access to. Oh, the other ones couldn't even go in? This nicer area? That's what somebody had either said or implied. Wow. And if you look at the video that I found on YouTube where she's touring where the other kids live, I mean, there's just paint off the walls. It looks like half of it is outdoors. So I'm thinking she probably had a more uh, fancy house that aligns with the kind of money that they had been bringing in. Also, let's see, the the other kids, the the remaining like thirty-seven plus, they had there were reports that they ate 
food that was way, way less in quality. Sometimes they reported they just got bread. No. Um, the uh, The video doesn't present it that way, but when you know you're being recorded, right? You know, you're probably not going to show that. It shows them all cooking big meals, mm-hmm. um, and with meals of sausage and bread. Um, well, that's gross too. And then various witnesses from inside say that what this whole thing was was actually a cult. Ah, uh, now yeah, I get it. Now and I get that, it. Right. So that there was pairing up between biological and adopted kids at least two times. And that would be, I guess, Simone and Anderson and whoever else and, and somebody else. I think one of the one of the sons did as well. I'm not sure. Right. Witnesses from the 90s say that it was a cult, religious and then sexual. She's so awful. Yep. One of the kids in there claims that he had to go through an initiation of sorts where he was locked in a room. He was wearing only white mm-hmm. and that he had to write Psalms, P-S-A-L-M-S, in mm-hmm. blood. Who's blood? His I blood? don't know. Oh, my God. I don't know. Nope, I nope. know. And then he said he was purified, in quotes, from the mundane world by sleeping with Fleur de Lis. Shut it so, down. Yeah. I know. I know. And then another witness said that she offered one of her sexual nature to a foreign religious leader. Interesting. Which yeah. one of our fucking <laughs> ones one was our... it? <laughs> <laughs> Did they run a university here in the States? Well, um, yeah. So let's see. Almost to the end here, there are two other of the many kids in this family uh, who are under arrest for drug trafficking and domestic abuse. Um, But with all of this happening right now, she's got immunity because she's an elected official. Oh, my God. So that's being challenged right now. But as of, I think, just a couple days ago, which is the most recent stuff that we have, she's still not charged. Because she's safe. Because she has parliamentary immunity. That is insane. The whole thing is insane. Yeah. But believable. But not. So I found (laughs) one small thing that made me laugh. And I think it was about how they're wanting to overturn the parliamentary immunity for her. And Mm -hmm. um, it was a quote by someone named Leo Mata. And he is a right-wing congressman and former police officer. And he's like, she needs to be stripped of her term, and then she can be arrested. But what got me laughing is that it then said in parentheses, Mr. Mata, who is also a gospel singer, <laughs> argued in this. I'm like, there's another congressman Christian singer. So I guess that's definitely a little more mainstream there. We just like reality oh star ones. It's so chaotic. And it's there's so oh. much chaos. And I you know there's gonna be just other disgusting shit coming out if, you know. There's got to be something sexual, even if it's just between 
some of the kids like the frickin' Duggars, you know. Yeah, but I mean, uh, with that, with that, with those kind of numbers, it really, you know, it's it's not really like an adopted sibling if you get together. Oh yeah, no, no. It's just we got some place to get to live. Oh, so man. I give them a little bit of slack there. I mean that I don't blame anything on the kids, regardless. Oh, like I know. they get a big pass, even for killing. Um, but poor, poor, poor Anderson. Well, in all of this, I. Why would they what? shoot him He's in the dead. groin? Why would they shoot him in the groin? <laughs> I think Anderson was doing some stuff too. I think there was abuse there that he participated in that whoever was shooting him knew that, and that's why the groin was being... There was probably a lot of inequality. If you go and put his name into a YouTube search, Mm -hmm. you'll get a lot of results of him preaching, and it looks just like everywhere else. There's a band behind him. There's a big uh, AV... You know, uh, presentation going on, yeah, with slides and artwork, I suppose. <laughs> artwork. Um, <laughs> but the other thing that I wanted to say that's just a catty commentary. Um, she's got Florida Lise has long hair and it's always kind of straight or wavy. And recently, she's got the bangs that come straight down, but before that, she didn't. Cheaper than And Botox. I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> well, oh. Um, Hmm. Uh, I never thought of that. Why would you put your bangs down if you have Botox? Because it's not working? No, it's cheaper than Botox. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. But there is, there's a catty little shot there on one of the YouTube videos that I found where they're showing her getting her weave put in. <laughs> and so it's her without the hair. Right. Um, it's just... Everything about this smacks of all about image. Yeah. And nothing about, you know, having a soul and just. But she tried to have that be the image. And then that got her more money and fame. And you know what they say, mo money, mo problems. That is what I say all the time with my posse. (laughs) I cannot. believe her name is Florida Lise, much less the church was called Florida Lise Church, which, I mean, yes, I've wanted to start a Karen church, but I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't bring my weave and start that because I think, I think you have a Karen church. Uh, 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 uh. Um, yeah, I I mean, this woman is obviously... Uh, I'm not saying she's mental at all, and I don't like when people are like, oh, these people are crazy. No, these people are bad. You know, they're... They are opportunists. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to hear a lot of things because where are they making their money? You don't get paid that much being a parliament person. Yes, they might get a lot from the church, but they're going to need a lot for all those kids, even if they just well, give them bread. Of, yep, and all of the actors involved and the guy who did the movie said that he wanted to do it to shine a light on her doing something good for these poor kids and that now he just feels stupid. Isn't um, that always That's the way. a shame. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so all of these actors were involved. A lot of people, right? You know, had a lot of respect for her. Yeah, yeah. This is like on HBO right now. I'm watching The Vow about Nexium. Yes, and it's told by um, the filmmaker who there was a really good film that's strange back in the day called What the Bleep Do We Know? Um, I love that movie. Yeah, watch it if you want to be like, oh, wow. Um, and has a lot to do with quantum physics. Right. And, and who, how it affects our interaction with each other in the world. Yeah. And so he was a brilliant guy. He ended up in what is now known a cult, but he didn't know it was a cult. But he was filming everything because he was a filmmaker. And so he was promoting something this whole time. And he feels terrible and stupid now. And that so relates to this because, and it relates to Ted Bundy. And it relates to, you know, everyone who manipulated people and people thought that they were good, innocent people until the suffering and the real stuff came out. I know, and it's really hurting the chances that I will ever find a group of people who just want to go live on a commune. Yeah. And I think that if I ever found a person who was, you know, getting that kind of stuff together, they probably were going to get me into a cult. going to cult you. Why can't we just live like that and have a nice time? Okay, so... Oh, speaking of which, universe, I know you want to know why we haven't been swallowed up into a big black hole yet. <laughs> Weren't it's you wondering? It's because of you? It's because of me. Uh-oh. I made good on my promise to the universe to not eat sugar. All and right. so okay. I am four weeks off of sugar. And for the nice concerned person out there who sent us an article, uh, I think by way of Instagram, um, and the article was suggesting you don't give up one food group altogether, I would like to make sure that you know that it's not an insane uh, um, rejection of sugar that I've done. I eat fruit. Yeah, and yeah, I'll have exactly. Super Just dark no chocolate. added sugar, right? No, yeah. So it's no added sugar. I'm not going to eat bread, uh, you know, and and horrible things like that. Because you can go crazy with how much sugar you stick in coffee. Yeah. Uh, you know, as like, oh, I'll just have uh, sugar in my coffee one time a day for a treat. And then what it does to me working at home, it makes me want to keep going when I'm working from home. Like, oh, I may as well just go get this from the kitchen. Right. And um, so it's just a lot easier to curb wanting to eat nonstop when you're working from home if you don't add sugar into the mix. And so by you doing this, Mm -hmm. that's why we haven't burned to the ground. Yes. Okay. Because I uh, I made an agreement with the universe that I would do this if something happened, and it happened, and I'm very grateful. (laughs) And so if you go back on these agreements you make, that's that's not good. And I only said for a year, and there's one clause. If I travel, all things are off. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't look like that's going to (laughs) happen. Right, right. So why don't you manifest the travel and then all the rest? 
Well, in America and around the world, this next two months is going to be insane. We (sighs) seriously want to say that even if you are in a red state and don't think your vote makes a difference, it really does as far as an overall count to understand the mandate that Americans are wanting to get across. So our current leader won the Electoral College, which is hard enough to understand, but he lost the popular vote. Popular vote means every single person all added up together. So that could easily happen again, but even Mm -hmm. understanding who wins that popular vote in red states that end up going to Trump is important. So if you haven't registered to vote, even Facebook has a thing at the top that helps you figure out how to do that. Or you can just put vote into Instagram and you'll things will come up. Um, well, that's cool. But make sure, that. yeah, that you've done it so that you can uh, do it correctly and you can vote early and avoid all the COVIDness out there. So yeah, we've got early voting here in Florida, so they let you go for weeks up until then, and you know, ideally, you can go during the day. Yeah, uh, you know, during a, a weekday that's not voting day and just get it done early. Exactly. And I can tell who everyone is voting for by their hairstyle. So <laughs> it's always fun to go. Yeah. And check it out. Um, and I've told this to my friends and every once in a while, one's like, damn, I must be a Republican because, um, yeah, the coiffed, the coiffed. <laughs> All right, that's it. Again, please rate, review. We love it, and it helps us. And stay in touch. And give us any other suggestions on the craziness like this, because we are always open for suggestions. Yeah, this was totally fantastic to read and research, so thank you. And so, loco. Be thee not a shit pile. Seriously. Uh, Bye. All right, have a good week. See ya.